Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The Supreme Court of the United States rules that Christians are not slaves to the LGBT movement, not only in making websites, but they also reverse a Christian Baker penalty. And Daniel Kennedy explains the basic Bible guide. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The Supreme Court of the United States has ruled six to three that Christians are not slaves to the LGBT movement. In other words, we do have freedom of conscience and we can refuse service to make gay websites or gay wedding cakes. Christian Post reports, the US Supreme Court has ruled that Colorado in particular cannot force a Christian website designer, Lori Smith with 303 Creative, to create websites celebrating homosexual marriage. The decision was released a couple weeks ago. Uh, the case was 303 Creative LLC versus Elenis, and the high court, high court ruled six to three that Lori Smith, the Christian hero here, uh, of 303 Creative, that's her own little company that makes websites, could not be compelled by the state or the government or the civil rights laws to make homosexual websites that violate her sincerely held religious beliefs. Justice Neil Gorsuch authored the opinion of the court, being joined by Chief Justice John Roberts and conservative justices Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. Three of those six having been appointed by then President Donald Trump. Justice Gorsuch, one of those justices, wrote in his opinion that no public accommodations law is immune from the demands of the Constitution. By the way, the Constitution protects religious freedom, not homosexual slavery of Christians. And that opinion was expressed over the state's attempt, Colorado's attempt to control Lori Smith's speech. Here's a quote from Justice Gorsuch. Uh, Under Colorado's logic, the government may compel anyone who speaks for pay on a given topic to accept all commissions on that same topic. No matter the underlying message, if the topic somehow implicates a customer's statutorily protected trait, like sexual orientation, gender identity. Equally, he continues, the government could force a male web designer married to another man to design websites for an organization that advocates against same-sex marriage. As our precedents recognize, the First Amendment tolerates none of that." End quote. Justice Gorsuch went on to note that commitment to speech for only some messages and some persons is no commitment at all and that the opportunity to think for ourselves and express those thoughts freely is among our most cherished liberties and part of what keeps our republic strong. 
The Democrat appointed justices disagree. Justice Sonia Sotomayor, for example, filed a dissenting opinion. They wanted to force Christians into slavery to gay activists. And she was joined by the other two Democrat appointees, Elena Kagan and Katanji Brown Jackson. And they claimed that the majority opinion grants a business open to the public a constitutional right to refuse to serve members of a protected class. Sotomayor wrote the following, quote, the business argues and a majority of the court agrees that because the business offers services that are customized and expressive, the free speech clause of the First Amendment shields the business from a generally applicable law that prohibits discrimination in the sale of publicly available goods and services. That is wrong, she says, profoundly wrong. Colorado's law targets conduct, not speech or regulation, and the act of discrimination has never constituted protected expression under the First Amendment. Our Constitution contains no right to refuse service to a disfavored group, end quote. But also Sotomayor argued, I mean, this is a direct quote, that the majority opinion, six to three, the Supreme Court grants a business open to the public the constitutional right to refuse to serve members of a protected class. That's her opinion that the majority actually grants you a constitutional right to refuse to serve the LGBT community. And since it's the majority opinion, it is now the constitution. Did you know you have a constitutional right to refuse to serve them? Even Sotomayor agrees, that's what the majority gives you. In 2016, Lori Smith of 303 Creative had filed a pre-enforcement challenge to the Constitutional Anti-Discrimination Act sorry, the Colorado version of that, uh, arguing the law would force her to offer services that violated her, her sincerely held belief that marriage is a union between one man and one woman. That's the news, or thanks to Christian Post for that report. I agree with Justice Sotomayor. The majority opinion does say that you have a constitutional right to refuse service to them if it violates your conscience. Aren't you glad you live in a country where you can obey God, even if you have to disobey slavery? The Bible says this in 1 Corinthians 7, Christians, you were bought at a price. That is when Jesus died for you on the cross, he paid the price. Do not become slaves of men. We are arguing against Christians being enslaved to LGBT activists. We do not have to provide you services if it violates our conscience. Let's pray, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we do pray in Jesus' name against the demonic spirit of slavery, which has now been cut a deadly blow by the constitution itself. And we do claim our constitutional right to refuse service if it violates our conscience. Lord, the constitution does protect freedom of religious belief and expression. And we stand on that, but more importantly, we stand on the Bible and we will obey God even if we must disobey men. In Jesus' name, amen. Take a short break, when we come back, the Supreme Court also reverses a Christian Baker decision. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. We're here in Israel, in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross, the garden tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee, where he taught the disciples. 
And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room? And what we've produced is a four DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short 12-minute segments so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. For a suggested donation of just $50, we'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're gonna love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed and you don't want it wasted. You want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray In Jesus Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children in some of the poorest slums overseas. We're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. It's not just websites that Christians don't have to make gay websites, they also don't have to make gay wedding cakes. The Supreme Court, in the same couple of days, based on the decision we just read about, also reversed an Oregon bakery penalty when Christians there had refused to make gay wedding cakes and were fined $135,000. Now that fine has been reversed. Christian Post reports, the US Supreme Court has again, second time now, vacated a lower court decision against a Christian couple in Oregon who were punished for not making a cake for a same-sex wedding. In an orders list released a couple weeks ago now, the Supreme Court vacated the decision against Aaron and Melissa Klein in their ongoing litigation with the Oregon Bureau of Labor. The high court sent back the case to the Court of Appeals in Oregon to be further considered in light of the now ruling precedent of the first story we read, the 303 Creative uh, Victory by Lori Smith. In that case, as we read, the Supreme Court ruled 6-3, Colorado cannot force Lori Smith to make a homosexual website. But now the Supreme Court also protected the Christian couple in Oregon from having to make a homosexual wedding cake. The opposition uh, uh, to making the gay wedding cake by Aaron and Melissa Klein was 
on the basis of their religious beliefs. And Justice Neil Gorsuch had authored that court opinion in the, in the website case, concluding that no public accommodations law is immune to the demands of the Constitution. And the opportunity to think for ourselves and to express those thoughts freely is among our most cherished liberties and part of what keeps our republic strong. Aaron and Melissa Klein are the cake bakers and apparently making a wedding, wedding cake is also a creative and decorative act of free speech. Can't be compelled by the government to speak a certain way or to make a cake a certain way if it's your artistic privilege. The Kleins are represented by First Liberty Institute who released a statement via email in which they celebrated the new vacating of the earlier court ruling which had gone against the Christian couple. Our friend and past guest on this show, First Liberty Institute, Kelly Shackelford said the following, quote, it's a win when the Supreme Court vacates a bad lower court decision, like it did for Aaron and Melissa today, but the case is not over. The Kleins have been fighting for the First Amendment for over a decade, and we will stand with them no longer how long it takes to get the victory they deserve, end quote. The owners of Sweet Cakes by Melissa, Aaron and Melissa Klein back in 2013. 10 years ago now, they first refused to make a gay wedding cake for a lesbian couple citing their religious belief that marriage is between one man and one woman. In response, the homosexual couple filed a complaint with Oregon Bureau of Labor and Industries, which the government entity concluded that the Kleins had violated the state's accommodations law. They ruled against them, the, fines, the clients were fined $135,000 in damages, and they were forced to close their bakery. I think now they've moved to Oregon, uh, or, or uh, from Oregon to Idaho. That's the news, our thanks to Christian Post for that report. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. In this story, we have human actors. We have the clients who are bakers, we have the Supreme Court making a ruling, the lawyers making the arguments, and the lesbian couple demanding, you must be our slaves. You must produce labor for us, or we will fine you, bankrupt you, and chase you out of the state. Those are just the human actors. Where are the non-human actors? How do we discern the spirit of God, the angels, the demons in this story? We do it through the lens of biblical morality as people make moral choices to sin or to be holy. So for example, in this case, let's say you're Aaron and Melissa Klein. And one day the devil whispers in your ear, you must make the gay wedding cake. You must sin. You must violate your own conscience and endorse other people's sin, which is also a sin. Uh, and if you do that, we're gonna reward you. We'll let you keep your bakery. We'll give you more customers, right? Uh, but if you don't do that, we're gonna punish you. The government's gonna come after you. Uh, they're gonna fine you, they're gonna punish you, you're gonna be chased out of the state with, with no, no business. What are you gonna do, Aaron and Melissa Klein? Well, on the other shoulder, they're listening to the voice of God. And God says to them, do good. Don't grow weary. In fact, the Bible says this, Galatians 6, let us not grow weary while doing good. And in due season, Aaron and Melissa, if you hang on, we will reap if we do not lose heart. Hang in there, stand your ground, obey God, don't sin with them, but take a stand, and guess what happened? They were vindicated by the United States Supreme Court, setting a precedent for all bakers in the future, 
including Jack Phillips in Colorado, Baronel Stutzman in Washington State, they now have secured the victory, not just at the Supreme Court for all of us, but in heaven with the angels rejoicing along with them. God bless you in Jesus' name. We discern upon you, Aaron and Melissa Klein, the spirit of Almighty God. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Daniel Kennedy with the Basic Bible Guide. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code Pray News and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan. He's back, the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're at the Western Conservative Summit where I'm joined now by Daniel Kennedy, a returning guest who has written the Basic Bible Guide. Basicbibleguide.org is the website. Welcome Daniel Kennedy to the program. How are you today? Hi, Dr. Chaps, great. Great to be here. Good, so I'm honored, but uh, you have written and, and in previous shows you've described not a Bible, you're not selling Bibles, but you're selling a Basic Bible Guide. It's like a a layman's outline, and it's practical for anybody regardless of your beliefs. Why do you say regardless of your beliefs? Well, first of all, we're not selling anything. We give it away for free, and people donate if they want to. So it's a blessing. It's just wonderful to be here at events like this and be able to give that. It's completely free on our website with uh, just clicking. You do not have to log in. You just uh, go to the menu, click and read it for free. No login, no cookies to accept. But why we say regardless of your beliefs, it's because it's, we're not affiliated with any church or group. It's just the Bible. Uh, there's no commentary. There's no input from a person's perspective. As you go front to back through your Bible, you have uh, suggested readings that are very short, and then you have New Testament scriptures plugged in with the Old Testament, explaining itself with no commentary. So the Bible explains the Bible. Like if you're, 
if you're studying the book of Philippians, it has references to the book of Leviticus or, or things like that, where it's cross-referencing and even the book of Matthew because there's some outline or, or overlap there. So you have different portions compared to itself and the Bible teaches the Bible. Correct. And you know, the Bible is 66 separate writings. There's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, et cetera, the Old Testament. And then there's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and Acts, New, New Testament. So if it's the Bible that we say we believe, we should probably study the whole Bible. And a lot of people that go to church and everything think, well, it's the New Testament. And the Old Testament was kind of like, you know, back then, and well, we got Jesus now, so we really don't need the Old Testament. But the New Testament talks about the Old Testament all the time. The uh, Jesus would say, as it's written, as it's written where? In the Old Testament. He would say, like Isaiah said, well, who or what is an Isaiah? Okay, it's an Old Testament book. As a matter of fact, one of the best examples is the book of Jude. That is one chapter, and it's right before Revelation, the second to the last book of the Bible. Right before Revelation is the little book of Jude, is one chapter. There are a dozen references in that one chapter to the Old Testament. Wow, 12 references in one Bible chapter to their corresponding life verses in the Old Testament. Uh, how long did it take you to put this together? And you have like 66 sections, one for every book in the Bible? Yes, and you can do this program. Um, is, uh, is it okay if I hold this up? Yeah, here? show us. This is the original, and you can uh, do this with uh, 12 one-hour sessions with a group, or you can do it by yourself at any pace at all, too. And we have several ver versions. We have it in Spanish and in French. And um, we have a military edition that uh, is not going to shine as much because it's got a matte finish. So if they're in the field, it's not going to shine. If the enemy could see them if they want to read it. And uh, we have a student edition, too, because we want to reach everybody with the, what I believe is the Word of God, the Bible. And uh, so they can have their own relationship with God, not mine or a different denomination or different thing, their own relationship through the Bible with them and God. So you can really study not every word of the Bible, but an outline of every chapter in the Bible in 12 one-hour sessions. That's got to be like uh, the fastest Bible study to get through the entire comprehensive version of the Bible that I've ever heard of. Yeah, it's not every chapter, um, but it's the, a lot of the highlights. Uh, by the way, how this came to be was God told me to do this when I was 23 years old. I'm 61 right now. Uh, I finally did it uh, when I was about 40, I guess, and it's been a real ministry for about five years. So I'm not the most obedient kid that God has, but he did tell me, and that when I finally said, okay, I will write this study, then he told me how. So it's really good. So it's not every chapter, but it's uh, the highlights. So what I did is I just went through after years of Bible study, went through and um, saw, said, what are, I was praying, I was fasting and praying when I wrote this in the mountains. The story is on the website uh, at the very bottom of the homepage. And I would pick and say, hmm, what are the highlights? Okay, God creating everything, um, you know, the flood, uh, the um, Passover, these different main highlights. <laughs> and then I would say, okay, from my knowledge of uh, and memory of reading the Bible, what goes with that? And I would just take one verse, or, or I mean a few verses from the New Testament and put that together. So it's very easy, it's not cumbersome, it's, it's simple, it's very, very simple. I like the simplicity of it, and I like the fact that it's an outline. 
You know, when I was in high school and I didn't want to read Shakespeare because it's long and tedious, I read the Cliff Notes version, right? Cliff Notes were famous for summarizing what everybody needed to know about Shakespeare. Uh, and I was able to pass the test. There's a bigger test at the end of life about whether or not, maybe not that you memorize the Bible, but the basic principles of salvation through Jesus Christ. What is the gospel and why do you do this? Well, that is, yeah, why I do it. I, like I said, am a believer, or maybe I did not say that. I am a believer of the Bible and I did not grow up in church at all. Uh, I did not know much about all of that except what I learned as being growing up in America about Easter, that Jesus would die, died for your sins, and Christmas, Jesus was born into the world. So I learned that much, and at 18 years old, on the boardwalk of Ocean City, Maryland, a young man popped out of the crowd to me and said, have you ever accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? And because I knew that much and I knew something was missing out of my life, I said yes, and I accepted Jesus. So um, I want... And you know, that changed my life. It changed the total trajectory of my life. I, I've really tried to be a good person uh, because of the Lord, not good for me, good for Him. Because God loves us and He sent Jesus to die for us. So don't we want to thank Him? You know, like, like, okay, this is very important. If you want to understand God and us, it's a parent and a kid, okay? A perfect parent, which none of us are, none of us had. But God is our Father. Jesus says he's your Father, your Father, your Father. So God is our Father, we're his child. So he loves us. Do we love him back? Do we want to do what he wants us to do? Do we want to please him? Do we want to have the best life? Because I can tell you, without God and Jesus in my life, I would not be a very good person. I wouldn't be here. I'd be doing like I used to before Jesus, you know. And I've, I've certainly not perfect but I want to please him and I am on that road, you know, to be more like Jesus. So I'd like everybody to get on that road. The answers are in the Bible. Amen. Daniel, you are a minister and you've given your life to this now. I see you at trade shows and baseball stadiums and everywhere in America where you're giving away free stuff so people can come to Jesus. Would you lead that audience in a word of prayer? Sure will. Oh, so Heavenly Father, we love you and praise you and bless you and thank you so much for loving us, for loving us so much that you gave your son, Jesus Christ, to take the place for the things we've done wrong, that we've all done wrong. Your word says all have sinned and fall short of your glory. So we can confess with our mouth that Jesus is our, is our Lord and believe in our heart that God, you raised him from the dead. That's what it says in Romans chapter 10, I believe. So I pray that we all would do that that we all would become your children because of that. We all receive your Holy Spirit into our soul, uh, into our being, so that you know we are your children because the Holy Spirit dwells in us. And we will live our lives for you and for others to better this world and be the blessing, not look for the blessing, but be the blessing. So Father, help us to do that. We thank you and love you. In Jesus Christ of Nazareth's powerful name, amen. Amen. Visit basicbibleguide.org to learn more. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. If you can, please donate or become a regular monthly sponsor of this show. On the right side, there's a pledge button. Just click it and set it and forget it. Become a regular sponsor of our program. If you need prayer or if you just prayed with us, we want you to call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. It's free, we're not gonna ask you for anything. Just call for prayer, one 866 O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.